This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. So, former Trump staffer Cassidy Hutchinson has just helped the January 6th committee implode. Who knew? I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They are designed to wear indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So, Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, her story was instantly toast. And as a result, the January 6th committee finally implodes. This week, the January 6th committee made much of the appearance of Cassidy Hutchinson, a young aide to Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Over there in the Washington Times, the paper's editorial board quoted the late philosopher Eric Hoffer as it described the appearance of Ms. Hutchinson. Quote, every great cause begins as a movement, becomes a business and eventually degenerates into a racket, unquote. Indeed, the January 6th committee stands revealed for exactly what it has always been, a hate Trump racket. This was Hutchinson's fourth appearance in front of a committee filled with lawyers, and she proceeded to testify for the first time on camera with nothing more than hearsay. The president did this, the president did that, she heard of this, she heard of that. She was not there for any of it. As all of the committee members, lawyers all, well know, hearsay is inadmissible in a court of law. And admitting it to be allowed in the committee hearing, this instantly set up the committee and its all lawyer members to look like village idiots. As the Times also said, quote, in none of the instances emphasized by the media did Ms. Hutchinson actually witness the activity to which she testified. She never heard former President Donald Trump say anything about Vice President Mike Pence on January 6. She never saw Mr. Trump throw anything. She wasn't in the car with Mr. Trump on January 6. Unquote. In a blink, Hutchinson was contradicted by the very Secret Service agents she cited as her sources. They have also volunteered to do so in public testimony under oath. The fact that committee members knew this was the case ahead of time goes directly to their own credibility and lack thereof. In making their committee a racket, they made themselves look like fools. Not to mention that Hutchinson herself, she who was so upset about January 6th that she stayed with Trump until January 21st and then wanted to be hired to work for him in Florida, has destroyed her own credibility. 
Then there's the matter of committee member and vice chair, Wyoming's quote-unquote Republican, Representative Liz Cheney. Cheney, by the way, took some recent time out to go to, of all places, the Reagan Library in California, where she proceeded to say this, quote, we are confronting a domestic threat that we have never faced before, and that is a former president who is attempting to unravel the foundations of our constitutional republic. And he is aided by Republican leaders and elected officials who have made themselves willing hostages to this dangerous and irrational man, unquote. Speaking of dangerous and irrational, I think that's a fine description of Liz Cheney herself. So, hello, let's be clear. Cheney has it decidedly backwards. It is Liz Cheney and her fellow committee members who are attempting to unravel the foundations of our constitutional republic. It is Liz Cheney and her fellow committee members who are the domestic threat we have never faced before. While the Washington Times editorial does not mention Cheney's Reagan Library speech, it quite accurately describes the game Cheney and the committee are playing, saying this, quote, Wednesday's hearing made clear the committee has been about three things all along. First, it wanted to disqualify Mr. Trump from running for public office again. More disturbingly, it wanted to marginalize those voters who supported and support Mr. Trump and make sure that they are disqualified from participating in the political life of the Republican Party specifically and the United States more generally. The presence on the committee of legacy Republican representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger makes it clear, said the Times, that part of the mob that has organized against Mr. Trump's supporters includes the sad and decayed remnants of your father's Republican Party. Third, the paper said, the committee is designed to send an unequivocal message to any future aspirants to public life that transgression of policy norms, not behavioral norms, will be met with the harshest possible measures. If it were about behavioral norms, phenomena like Black Lives Matter riots, attempted assassinations of Supreme Court justices, and firebombing churches and pregnancy centers would be under the microscope, unquote. Bingo. The real problem here, and it is indeed a serious problem, is that Cheney, Kinzinger, and the Pelosi-created and staffed committee is itself an anti-constitutional mob that has violated one constitutional norm after another. And the reasons are exactly as the Washington Times suggests, quote, it wants to disqualify former President Trump from running for public office ever again. And more disturbingly, it wants to marginalize those voters who supported and support Mr. Trump and make sure that they are disqualified from participating in the political life of the Republican Party specifically and the United States more generally, unquote. And in their quest to do these things, Cheney, Kinzinger, and company, as my American Spectator colleague Melissa McKenzie has cataloged in detail, have gone on a fascist-style, authoritarian, and decidedly anti-constitutional jihad, which has included subpoenaing AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile to scoop up the private text, emails, and phone records of not just the 100-plus citizens that have been named in subpoenas, she writes, but, quote, all individuals on the subscriber's account and everyone whose people messaged or spoke, those people messaged or spoke to, unquote, which, Melissa correctly notes, quote, is tens of thousands of moms, children, clergy, reporters, and Republican and conservative influencers who are in touch with everyone from White House aides to prominent activists, unquote. And let's recall as well, 
that she had the committee go into their files and release the private communications of members of the media, Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, to name two. Again, this kind of thing is straight up fascism with not a constitutional thing about it. If Cassidy Hutchinson has done anything, it is to lure the committee into vividly illustrating just how corrupt it is and has been from the moment of its creation. Which is to say, thanks to Ms. Hutchinson, the January 6th committee and its racket has finally imploded. And if, as many expect, the House reverts to Republican control with the November elections, one of the first items of business on the agenda come January should be an investigation of the January 6th committee itself, its members, and staff. So, Liz, preserve all your emails. This decidedly anti-constitutional racket should never, say again never, be allowed to happen again. Once again, to borrow from the old astronaut lingo of the 1960s, Houston, America has a problem. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming. See you next time. (music) 